Full credit to Don Sweeney. He's done it again, adding two big pieces to the roster before the trade deadline and before the Boston Bruins went out and beat the Seattle Kraken last night. Let's get into it on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. Today is Friday, February 24th. I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day every day, free and available wherever you get podcasts, including YouTube. And a special thank you to all those who checked out yesterday's interview with Brad Marchand. Uh, If you haven't seen that yet, haven't downloaded it, go and do so after listening to today's episode, which is brought to you by FanDuel, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more by visiting fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. You can find the podcast on Twitter, Instagram at Locked NHL Bruins, and you can find me my dad jokes and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. And last night on Twitter, I was raving about Don Sweeney's latest coup on the trade market, acquiring both Dmitry Orlov and Garnet Hathaway from the Washington Capitals in exchange for winger Craig Smith, a first round pick in 2023, a second round pick in 2025 and a third round pick in 2024. Just a tremendous piece of work here by Don Sweeney. Here's what the Bruins are getting. A defenseman that can play both sides of the ice, who brings both physicality and offensive capabilities to the blue line, something that we've seen uh, Jim Montgomery make full advantage of with regards to the other six members of the decor. They're also getting a plucky, gritty, physical bottom six forward who can also add some offensive pop here and there in Hathaway. All that for Craig Smith, who... So much love for him. Can't be easy to be traded from this squad at this time in its trajectory. But the offense wasn't quite there this season, and he is a pending unrestricted free agent. So really, they're just clearing his contract off the books, making room for these other two players. I should mention 50% of Orlov's contract is retained here, making it possible for this trade to happen. They're also giving up a first round pick, which is no joke. You know, first round picks are extremely valuable. 2023 draft is by all accounts stacked and loaded, but ideally this will be 31st, 
32nd overall pick. And the way I look at first round draft picks, yes, you are sacrificing part of the future, but look at what Sweeney was able to do this past summer, flipping Eric Howla for a guy who was drafted sixth overall in 2015 and who can contribute now. He he was developed by the New Jersey Devils. That's Pavel Zaka, who I'm referring to, of course. And he will be a contributing member of this team for the next several years. So Orlov, Hathaway, both able to make this current Bruins roster better, which is the goal. They are already the number one team in the NHL by a wide margin in terms of points, in terms of goal differential, and you're adding versatile players at key positions, bring some physicality, and can bring some much-needed depth. Now, the thing with Orlov that Don Sweeney mentioned last night in his Zoom availability is that he can play both sides. The Bruins now have seven defensemen at their disposal. Well, eight, if you include Jacobs Borrell, who played last night against the Seattle Kraken. Orlov can play both sides. He's a left-hand shot. My guess is that he jumps in for Connor Clifton, Matt Grizzlick, perhaps, Derek Forbort. There will be some load management down the stretch, both up front and on the blue line. When it comes to the beginning of the playoffs, we'll have to see what the starting lineup is, but I would expect that Orlov will be in the top six at some point because he is very, very good. 31 years old. He had three goals, 16 assists in 43 games for the Capitals so far this season. Um, Stanley Cup champion with them a few years ago. And again, can bring that physical presence as well as some offensive pop on the blue line. Hathaway, I believe he scored. He had more points this season than Craig Smith did and added some pop offensively last season. It's going to make things really difficult if you have Brad Marchand, Garnet Hathaway, Trent Frederick, Nick Foligno all mixing it up on uh, uh, against the opposition for, for the Boston Bruins in the playoffs. They're going to be a very tough team to play against no matter who they match up with. And Don Sweeney said it last night. Whoever you play in the Eastern Conference, it's going to be a ridiculously tough opponent. And the Bruins here in one move have made themselves deeper up front and on the blue line. And that's exactly what they needed to do. Sacrificing a first round pick, dumping Craig Smith. They now are without a second round pick, I think for the next three years. So that could hurt in the long run as well. But these Bruins built to win now and the foundation that they have has been uh, built up 
solidified here with the additions of Hathaway and Orlov. We'll talk more about this trade as well as last night's game against the Seattle Kraken here in a moment. But first, a word about Built Bar. Built Bar is the perfect treat for you because they are both delicious and healthy. That's the takeaway when it comes to Built Bar. What makes them so good is that they're covered in 100% real chocolate. They come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, coconut almond. But they maintain some amazing macros as well. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. You don't have to wait around to receive a box in the mail anymore either. You can head to your local Walmart pharmacy section. They'll have four boxes there or Sam's Club. You can grab a 13-bar box with some hip flavors like brownie batter and churro. Again, Built Bar, good for you. Amazing tasting. Check out all the selections they have at Built.com and thank me later. And thank you also for making Lockdown Bruins part of your day every day, free and available wherever you get podcasts, part of the Lockdown Network, your team every single day. So Orlov, Hathaway added to the lineup again. Just incredibly versatile players that will make this team better and deeper come the postseason. I had talked about how they still might need some depth on the right side uh, in terms of the defense. Uh, Don Sweeney said he was happy that he got the trade done a week before the deadline. You want to get players in and acclimated, comfortable with new teammates. The longer runway you can have, the better off you're going to be. It was a situation that was presented and they were aggressive and closed it off. You just never know. He said whether or not something else is going to happen. There's still a week to go until the trade deadline, the Bruins making a deal early in order to counter what other teams have done. Toronto Maple Leafs, New York Rangers. um, And, yeah, there still good could be something in the works. But to get this deal done without having to sacrifice one of their few top prospects and really only subtracting Craig Smith from the roster who had been in and out of the lineup anyways, that's a huge win in my estimation. Whether or not either of these two guys will re-sign with the Bruins remains to be seen. Um, Don Sweeney said he will look forward to having some discussions, need to get them acclimated, uh, need to get them with the team. The Bruins, of course, on the West Coast at the moment. The hope is that they can join the club for Saturday's game against the Vancouver Canucks. If not, then likely they'd be in the lineup for Monday's game against uh, the Edmonton Oilers. Sweeney ultimately said Boston's roster is battle-tested. They play any type of game against any type of team, and they can react accordingly 
or dictate accordingly. They were trying to complement or add to that. Some players have come up and down from Providence, but they know the playoffs are going to be a war of attrition. They wanted guys who've been there before. Orlov, of course, having gone all the way with the Capitals a few years ago, and he believes those two guys fit in well with uh, the system that they have in place and with the style of play that Boston relies on here in this dominant season so far. Uh, No other roster moves are necessary. Thomas Noshik was available for last night's game. He did not play as Jim Montgomery elected to go with seven defensemen, giving Jakobs Borrell uh, a chance to get some playing time. And ultimately, it was a wild back-and-forth game that the Bruins came out on top of by a score of 6-5. to five. We'll talk about that here in a moment, but I want to thank you again for making Locked on Bruins part of your day. Again, the podcast free and available wherever you get podcasts, including YouTube. Bruins. Winners of their fifth in a row last night in Seattle. Jake DeBrusque scoring the tip-in winner with 138 remaining. The Bruins were down 5-4 with less than four minutes to go. And a very exciting hockey game. Back and forth. Seattle looked like they were going to come out on top until the Bruins got the game tire from Brandon Carlo of all people and then got the game winner from uh, Jake DeBrusque, who has uh, scored in each of the three games he's played since returning from injury. Some of the other big guys got on the board in this one. David Krejci, Brad Marchand, Patrice Bergeron, and David Pasternak all earned a goal and an assist. Uh, Krejci's was a beauty, putting away a nice dish from Pasternak. Then Pasta put it on an absolute show by dangling Adam Larson and just burying it flawlessly in the top shelf behind Philip Grubauer to tie things at two at that point. Um, You heard it said the other day by Brad Marchant himself. These Bruins don't necessarily dominate, but they find ways to get it done. And, that was on full display. Marchand, after the game, said they have a ton of depth. Uh, they don't win from one line. They win it all the way through. Decor has been incredible all year long, and they came up big again last night with that goal from Brandon Carlo, set up beautifully by Hampus Lindholm. If there was one kind of negative on the night, The five goals allowed, uh, much more than the 2.05 that the Bruins had been averaging. Jeremy Swayman did improve his record to 14-4-4. He did stop 36 shots, but he did allow five goals for a sub-900 save percentage. Jake DeBrusque bringing his A game since returning from the 17-game absence. Uh, Again, a goal in his last three games, five going back to 
his last four games, the fourth being the Winter Classic. And his celebration after scoring uh, was amazing. DeBrusque now has 19 goals, 15 assists in 39 games played. I believe if you go back to when he was put on the top line, uh, he, yeah, has just been outstanding. 39 goals, I believe, over that span. So his reintroduction to the lineup, a huge boost for the Bruins. Obviously, reinvigorating the top six, reinvigorating the power play. Now they'll have even more reinforcements on the way with Orlov and Hathaway joining the mix. And I can't say enough about Don Sweeney's work here to only, yes, sacrificing a first round pick is a big deal. Can't underplay that, but only subtracting Craig Smith from the active roster and not giving up one of your top prospects while adding two key pieces to the lineup uh, is, is pretty huge and all credit to him for pulling off that deal. Uh, You know, there was talk of the first and a third for Gavrikov. There was talk of uh, picking up Ivan Barbashev, which would have cost even more assets. Sweeney was able to get two big pieces here, size-wise and depth-wise, in one swoop. And the price tag, I don't think, was very exorbitant. And hopefully we'll see Orlov and Hathaway in the lineup for Saturday's game against the Vancouver Canucks. The Bruins, with the win last night, still firmly in first place in the overall standings. Nine points up on Carolina. Carolina does have a game in hand, an 8-16 point percentage, plus 93 Goal differential. That's the wildest stat, I think. And Brad Marchand alluded to this the other day on the podcast. They're not dominating teams, but they're getting the job done. Hockey's a pretty simple game at the end of the day. You want to score more goals, then you allow. The gap is massive. Plus 93. Carolina, New Jersey, Toronto, all in second place at plus 44. The Bruins still in first place in goals allowed per game. Took a bit of a jump last night. They're at 2.11. Dallas second at 2.57. The Bruins second in goals per game behind Edmonton. They're at 3.81. Boston's at 3.75. Buffalo at 3.73. Power play, seventh ranked, penalty kill, still number one ranked. And that should remove any talk of Derek Forbort being removed from the lineup because we all know how key he is to the penalty kill. Tomorrow night's game in Vancouver should be a good one. Always uh, brings up. Good feelings when the Bruins are in Vancouver because we know what happened there in 2011. Uh, The Bruins should also take this one as the 
uh, Canucks really in sell mode, not very competitive. They're four, four and two over their last 10. Their penalty kills ranked 32nd in the league. So hopefully the Bruins can boost the power play. Um, 10th ranked offense, 31st ranked defense. They're allowing 3.98 goals per game. So this is a big chance for the Bruins to assert their dominance here over the Vancouver Canucks once again. Allmark likely to get the start after Swayman kind of struggled last night. For more reaction on the Washington trade, you can jump on the Locked On Bruins YouTube channel. There is uh, a chat there, a road to the trade deadline feature. Overall, I'm a big fan of this trade, and I'm excited to see uh, these two guys in black and gold. You know, there's some bad feelings from um, when they were with the Capitals, Dmitry Orlov, sent Kevin Miller to the hospital a couple years ago with a big hit. Hathaway always gets under everybody's skin, but it's one of those situations where when they play for your favorite team, these are the kind of guys that you love having on your side. And I feel like we're all going to see that as early as tomorrow night in the game against the Canucks. Is Don Sweeney done? Possibly. Still some things I'd like to see him do. Um, Specifically, adding depth on the right side. Again, Zborl, Orlov more prominently can play both sides. Uh, so you have those guys in the mix. You can see Mike Riley perhaps flipped here before the deadline. But uh, right now, the Bruins looking pretty good. The best team in the NHL got bigger, badder, better. And... I'm excited to see the boosted lineup here in action playing in Vancouver on Saturday, but it is an early start. Still Uh, Bruins will be featured on hockey night in Canada up here, which I'm very excited about as well. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for today's episode. Thank you so much again for checking out the podcast, supporting on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube Be back on Monday with a recap of weekend's action, looking ahead to the two games in Alberta, and bringing you all the latest on the Boston Bruins. I want to add Don Sweeney began his availability yesterday by wishing Craig Smith well. Uh, He was loved in the room for sure. He was a fan favorite. And Sweeney called him a tremendous Bruin, a great teammate, consummate professional, seeing all the Bruins sharing the thank you Smitty graphic that was posted on Instagram, you know, tugs at your heart. It it can't be easy to be traded from this team, especially knowing how close he was to some of of the guys. I know him and, and Hall were very close. Um, Could hurt in the locker room a bit. Maybe that's why the team was a bit distracted last night as the trade broke before the game was played, but they did uh, pull out with the win and uh, hopefully many more to come here. All right. That's it for today, friends. Take care of yourselves. 
Take care of each other. We'll talk to you again here on Monday's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.